This is Miranda Miller. And this is Tom Craver from SEW Weekly. WebmasterRadio.fm has a new way for you to listen, connect, and learn with your smartphone. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available on the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEW Weekly live every Thursday or download thousands of past episodes and download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Searchcast, and more. You can download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app right now. It's available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. From the newsroom of SearchEngineWatch.com, the authority on search engine marketing and social media since 1996. Welcome to SEW Weekly. Each week, our hosts keep a virtual eye on the stories and people that are impacting search and social marketing, breaking down each headline with expert analysis. Plus, we'll bring you expert interviews exploring the latest search and social marketing tips and tools. Listen, connect, learn. SCW Weekly, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. And welcome to another edition of SEW Weekly. This is the edition for Thursday, November 22nd, 2012. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, you might be uh, listening to us on the podcast and not live today because of American Thanksgiving, but we're here for you anyway, and uh, my turkey's cooking as we speak. Um, and speaking of, my co-host here, Miranda Miller. Miranda, you celebrated Thanksgiving last month because you are in Canada. Yes, we do things a little differently up here. <laughs> I actually have celebrated numerous Thanksgivings up in Canada in October, and then the joy is to get to come back home and, and do it again in November. But uh, so it, it is that week. I want to, you know, there's a lot of Thanksgiving-related searches out there. Um, Turkey-related searches actually um, have not quite hit their peak yet this year, and I'm, I'm wondering why that is. Um, I've got the numbers from from yesterday actually, but still, um, last year, 2011 was the highest. It was like 20 percent more than any recent. You know, searches and trends in Google for 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 turkey related searches, turkey recipes, turkey whatever. Um, what do you think the biggest search was this week, though, Miranda? Oh, that's tough. Um, pilgrims. No, not pilgrims. I'm I'm thinking of something closer and near and dear to to probably your heart. Uh, Tim Hortons. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Black Friday. All the shopping. All the shoppers that are going out tomorrow for Black Friday, the biggest shopping day of the holiday season, 200,000 searches for Black Friday. Just to give you an idea, um, again, up through, up through yesterday at least, um, I, I haven't looked this morning because I've been cooking all morning, but you know, by, by four to one, turkey and turkey recipes and turkey-related searches, only 50,000. Now, that's still fairly considerable. This is just the U.S., but 200,000. Everybody looking for the Black Friday shopping ads a little bit early. Um, other, other recipes, and if you're not one of these people and you haven't started cooking yet, uh, green bean casserole and pecan pie, beating out the pumpkin pie recipes. All of those, 50,000-plus searches this week. Um, pie, I just can't believe pie, just generic pie recipes are up there that much more than turkey and, and what do I do with my burnt turkey. Haven't so, you ever uh, tasted pie? I, I, I love pie. I mean, that's my <laughs> like favorite part of, of dinner, right? I mean, it's, it's pumpkin pie and apple pie, and I make this pie with this cheesecake underneath it. It's phenomenal, but that's, you know... I, just everybody always has problems with their with their turkeys, and you know Butterball has that eight hundred hotline. So, anyway, there there are other real news related things going on this week. Um, starting starting this week, actually, uh, there was a big announcement that Google and Bing, and Bing both broke their their respective records on search share. Tell us about that, Miranda. Yeah, Google obviously smashed theirs quite a bit more substantially than Bing. They were actually by the same percentage, but. 
Um, Google broke their own search engine market share record with 66.9% of all searches conducted in the U.S. for the month of October. Um, compared to last year, in last October, they had 65.4%. Um, Bing's new record is actually 16%. So that's the best they've done, but obviously substantially less than Google. Um, Yahoo has lost market share or held steady for the past 15 months in a row, and this month was no different. Um, for October, they had 12.2% of all U.S. searches. So in other news, we had um, Facebook finally launched a conversion measurement tool, and this is long overdue. Um, they started rolling it out last Friday, a conversion measurement tool for marketers who want to actually be able to attribute online sales to specific Facebook ads. So that's pretty much every marketer on the planet. Um, right. We don't know when it's going to be available to all marketers. It, it, they usually roll things out over a period of a few weeks, but it's certainly much needed and long overdue, so we're really glad to see that. Long, long overdue. Why haven't they had this yet before? I mean, really and truly. Here, buy ads with us. Spend all your money with us. We want to be as big as Google is in, in ad spend, but we're not going to tell you how well we're doing or how right. well you're so doing for that matter. Hopefully, this will give advertisers a bit more faith in Facebook ads when you can actually, I mean, but that all depends on how they're performing, but this is certainly going to help people be able to tell how their Facebook ads are performing a lot more this, exactly. This could be a double-edged sword, though, too, right? If, if conversions <laughs> aren't really, really good and people, people's ads aren't converting well, then, then there's, a, there's actually a, a potential problem here for Facebook, isn't there? Um, I'm not so sure about that. I think that if they're using Facebook strictly as a selling tool, then yes, but a lot of people are using it for brand building. And so if I mean, obviously, the conversion measurement tool isn't going to mean much to them anyway. Mm. All right, other news. Bing has finally put out a set of webmaster guidelines, Miranda. Right. Um, they published them late last week, and you can find it in the content guidelines section of their webmaster help and how-to resources. So it's pretty basic. It's just an overview of best practices. Um, Dwayne Forrester said it's designed to help most business owners understand the broad strokes of search marketing, so you're not going to find really in-depth answers in there. Um, they still do have their forums, which Dwayne runs as well. Um, with that announcement, Bing said they're offering a series of six free webinars for marketers. Um, they have one every other week from November 28th through February, with the exception of Christmas. So they'll be looking at topics like SEO 101, Crawling Basics, Webmaster Tools Overview, Authority Building, the Overlap of Search and Social, and Tomorrow's SEO. We actually wrote about this on Search Engine Watch, and in our blog post, we have the link to the registration, so you can go check that out and get registered. And Bing is very good at responding to feedback. So whenever Bing has a thing, you know, a, a webinar or any kind of feedback mechanism, people are like, yeah, well, it's only Bing. It's only 16%, right? Seriously, Bing will actually go out and take that feedback. I remember a couple years ago at SES New York where Dwayne sat there and the entire session was him with a notebook saying, hey, you're webmasters. I used to be a webmaster tool. I have a good idea of what's useful to you, what's useful to you guys still, and, and what do you want to see more of from Bing. And they're ex extremely, incredibly fast at responding to that stuff. So um, don't, don't knock that. It's good stuff. Anything else happening in the news this week, Miranda? On the PPC side, John Lee wrote a great post on Search Engine Watch about some testing he's been doing in the Google Display Network. He pointed out that new campaigns often just don't perform initially. Um, the solution is gradually increasing your cost per click. But that isn't a great strategy for a lot of reasons, one of which is that it takes time to get to a decent traffic level. So Google's recommended solution is try launching campaigns with CPM bidding instead. 
Um, John Lee tested this out over a period of two weeks, and you're going to want to check out his results. He's not really convinced that Google's recommended approach is the right one, so he's published a bit of a case study on Search Engine Watch. There's some pretty interesting comments there as well if you want to check that out. All right, and that and all the rest of the news stories we just covered, um, head on over to searchenginewatch.com. You'll find Miranda and all the gang over there writing all the top news and, and everything you need to know in the week of search. And if you missed the coverage from SES Chicago last week, we were there live and our podcast has all that. If you missed it, there's a great wrap-up from Danny Goodwin on everything you missed at SES Chicago. Check that out on searchenginewatch.com too. Coming up next, and we're going to step aside for a second, but when we come back, we're going to have the godfather of SEO, Mr. Bruce Clay, joining us right here for an interview. We're going to talk to him primarily about how to break into the industry if you are a SEO and you want to get into this. So stay tuned. Uh, Bruce Clay coming up next. This is SEW Weekly on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SEW Weekly after this quick timeout. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. 
Hi, this is Jillian Music, your CEO coach at webmasterradio.fm, wishing you a wonderful holiday season 2012 and an extraordinary new year in 2013. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. Welcome back to SEW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews, only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEW Weekly. Tom Craver alongside with Miranda Miller and our very special Thanksgiving Day guest today is the one and only Bruce Clay. Now on my script here I have a line that reads, introduce Bruce, but I think I think he's one of those men that need no introduction. Um... Miranda, you wrote the script, but Bruce, first of all, thank you very much for spending your turkey day with us, and, and welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Bruce is, if you don't know, the founder and president of Bruce Clay, Inc. They call him the godfather of SEO. Um, here to talk about with us, or at least we'll, we'll start the conversation with, with a problem about breaking into the industry. Miranda, you want to take that over? Yeah, even people who've been in it for a long time, as SEO has been changing, um, a lot of SEOs come from a technical background, maybe they came from IT or programming, um, and they haven't fully developed their creative and sales skills. And so we're seeing more and more this is a part of SEO that you just are required to have. You have to wear a variety of hats. Um, Especially if you're in a smaller company or you're freelancing, you might not have someone dedicated to PR or sales or marketing your company. Um, so when you have to manage these areas yourself, we want to learn today, how do you build your brand? Um, more importantly, how do you sell yourself and your services in a way that translates to greater sales and a more profitable SEO business? Uh, Bruce Clay's obviously managed this better than most people, so we wanted to pick his brain today and find out just how we can more effectively sell SEO services. Okay, so that's a good intro to this. So, Bruce, then let, let me know, what is the opportunity right now for, for new SEOs who want to join into the market? Oh, I think it's great. Uh, what we've seen is a phenomenal growth in interest in online. We've seen it over the years. Um, but I will comment that in the last 90 days, uh, we've seen more inquiries coming through that are serious uh, intent a lot of people were window shopping, but I think we're seeing more serious intent right now, and I expect it to get far more uh, aggressive. I think because links are uh, not the solution anymore, and it's content and it's on page, on page SEO has become far more critical, and that's what we're really seeing. Okay, great. So, on, on page. Um, let's talk about making time for your own sites because we see SEO sites that are absolutely atrocious, um, not because the person isn't good at what they do, but because they're so busy with client works that they neglect their own online presence. So how do you recommend that people combat that and how important is it to have a great site to sell your SEO services? Well, let me um, start with a little bit of a story about myself. When I started, this was in 1996, nobody was really doing it, so almost any site would work, Uh, really. I mean, that was before Google even. And uh, I decided the brand. And so all the titles on all my pages start out with my name because that's what consultants do. It was just me. I'd start that way. I established the brand. 
what we're finding today is the companies that care more about a brand are the larger clients. That mm -hmm. a little guy is more interested in how agile you are and what are you charging. They don't really care too much about your brand. So to that end, I think that when we're talking about websites of somebody entering the market, most of them are entering uh, locally. Many of them are entering with an intent to uh, not necessarily be a large client national SEO overnight. They're looking to make some money. Many of them uh, that are getting into the SEO space already have some presence, either as a web designer, uh, or maybe some offline ad network PR that are getting into online more and more and more. Uh, so I think that what we're really dealing with is a company wanting to get online, uh, wanting to have some presence. The website is more than a brochure, but it is not something that overnight is going to rank number one for a, a national term. I think you have to focus on providing a spectrum of services that are appropriate to your marketplace, your local region. Um, migration paths from yellow pages or into the right yellow pages or how to not necessarily buy a bunch of offline ads, how to get in with pay-per-click perhaps. Most of the smaller businesses have budgets under $1,000, but that's about the extent of it. Really for a lot of clients, the website then has to basically say, we can do it in your price range, and it has to sound that way. I think that's a, a tough problem for a lot of people. Uh, when I look around at SEO companies that are in my region, and I'm in Southern California, I commonly find uh, price points under $1,000 for almost everybody here. Hmm. So, Bruce, let me bring this back a little bit because you, you talked about all the different things that you can offer, you know, as an SEO consultant. So then so to bring this back to the, to the original problem here, if I'm a new SEO, you know, what skills are you looking for from me? Do you find that you're building teams of people? Like you might have some content people, you might have some link builders and, and some on-page people, or are you looking for that, that jack-of-all-trades? I think that the average person is not looking for a specialist. They're looking for somebody who can run a cohesive, multifaceted program for their budget. And as I mentioned, the little guys aren't really buying brand. The little guys are buying based on price. They're, they're looking hard at a spectrum of services. So if all I do is content, uh, I might be able to get in and be a specialist. But I better be able to talk about how my content really dovetails into press releases and blogs and social and web pages and SEO and uh, all those things. I have to be able to speak that language to my customer. So I think you need to know enough about everything to be dangerous. I think you need to know enough <laughs> to, maybe that's the wrong word, uh, but I think you need to know enough to really be able to answer questions and if there's a deep dive required then you need to know who to call sure. you should read books you should you know pay attention you can go to conferences uh, stay current uh, but across the big problem i think everybody faces is unless you have a company with a bunch of people much like you know our size we have the luxury 
of being able to have dedicated people that spend all day researching and finding what's going on and paying attention to the industry. But the average small SEO shop doesn't have that luxury. They have to spend a couple hours a day just reading, and that's that's a tough thing. So you can't be all things to all people at a small business, but you have to know enough to be able to answer questions and point in the right direction. Absolutely. Right, that makes sense. So with Google authorship and networking at conferences, social media, it almost seems like SEOs need to be public figures now, and they need to be good writers, good speakers, be able to do video. Is that accurate? I agree. Uh, the best skill right now happens to be writing. Content is a massive, massive growth opportunity for all areas. Uh, social media, I think, and, and, and we're all involved in social media, but I'll tell you right now, I think social media is just an infant. I think that it's going to uh, evolve aggressively on an exponential scale over the next two years, three years. Uh, it's going to morph what the small business thinks is online marketing. It is going to spill over uh, into other areas much, much more rapidly than I think anybody anticipated. Uh, yeah, we want to be in that space. One of the things that I have noticed is that a lot of SEOs that uh, cannot or choose not to compete on a national level, they have decided to not so much be SEOs, but they're switching into social. They're finding it easier to both write content, do blogs, do t tweets, get you in the Facebook and be involved socially. Uh, they find it fun and they find it that they're in a space where nobody knows what it is. So it's easy for them to do whatever they want and, and advocate it as being uh, very advanced. And uh, that we just have to understand that the consumer doesn't know the difference. They don't know what it is. They just know they need it. Uh, SEO is a little bit more mature. They still don't know what it is, but it's more mature. I think we're seeing uh, a lot of people that are going in a lot of directions. That's just the way it's going to be. So then, if I was, um, if I if I was a, a good you know a good social media guy, and I'm out there writing all these different tweets and posts and all that because I think it's fun. Um, somewhere along that line, I'm going to have to mature as well as 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 the social media industry matures too where do you see where do you see the important aspects of you know is is, is seo is is social going to advance to the point you think bruce where it's it's got to be happening for for link building for content generation for what exactly uh, well years ago i said likes are the new links and that didn't even quite evolve correctly uh i think we're finding maybe plus ones or going to eventually be uh, an influence. Let's think about, I'm a big believer in follow the money. We all know Google's in the business of making money, right? So Absolutely. using follow the money as a philosophy, I think that what I would do is say, where does Google make the money? And they make all their money off the first page of Google search results. They have an opportunity to make money in YouTube. They have an opportunity to make money elsewhere but really most of Google's money comes out of search. I don't see a lot of social stuff on that search result page. Uh, and I think it's going to be a difficult thing 
for Google to really uh, do a lot of social stuff on the first page of results. That means that whatever Google does socially, whatever social does uh, for everybody is going to be uh, not so much something that Google cares about because they can't influence it very effectively. One of the things, and I'll just mention this because this is important, one of the things that happened is we've noticed that traffic to websites, actual traffic, uh, page loads, things like that has dropped, but conversions has not necessarily dropped. And what I'm finding is that the first process, the hunting process, when you're trying to buy a product, that hunting process has moved more into the social realm, that people are using social media as a qualifier for a product. Instead of going to website, to website, to website, and hunting them around, uh, what we're finding is that people aren't... Uh, <coughs> aren't hunting like that. They're not stumbling through websites. What they're doing is they're getting on Facebook and they're saying, hey, has anybody bought a camera lately? Which model did you buy? Did you like it? And when that happens, I think what we're running into is a lot of people are using social media uh, as, a, as a description, as a, as a way of saying, this is the product I want to go look for. So social media influences people. And social media at a very early stage in the buying cycle is very, very powerful and it's increasing in power. That means if I'm doing things locally and people care about feet in the door, social media is going to be as powerful or more powerful than a website ever will be. I think we're going to find social media can direct traffic to a website, but I think we're finding it difficult for a website to send traffic to social media. A lot of the branding is social now. We're speaking with Bruce Clay of Bruce Clay Inc. talking about breaking into the industry as an SEO. And we're going to step aside for a second. This is SEW Weekly on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SEW Weekly after this quick timeout. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Ho, ho, ho! This is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization, CEO of Site Tuners, and chairperson of the Conversion Conference. I want to wish all of you a rocking fourth quarter, a great start to the new year, and higher conversions in 2013. And that's in case we're still around and the world doesn't really come to an end. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm. Wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. Welcome back to SEW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back on SEW Weekly. We're speaking with Bruce Clay of Bruce Clay Inc., the godfather of SEO, talking about breaking into the industry as an SEO. Okay, Bruce. So it seems like the next logical question is, how can an SEO determine how much they should be charging for their services? Um, and what does undercharging do to the industry? One of the problems I think that we all face is actual billing and charging and, and closing the sale. Uh, there's a lot of rate changes and factors. If you're a, a larger company, you have offices and phone systems and servers and you're doing your own tools and development and things like that. You have an entirely different cost structure than the guy that's working at home. Uh, his company line is a cell phone and he's on DSL. The cost structure is really where the competitive advantage comes to the small business. The larger businesses, I would say mostly are $200 an hour plus um, for labor, but they have an entirely different structure. They have multiple people that are available on an account. They do a lot of uh, specific kinds of research. They're fast followers of the industry and they have obligations. The smaller guys don't have really an office that they're renting even. They, or it's a small office. And they have an entirely different cost structure. We find at the low end, uh, the rates can be just under $100 in the U.S. market. And it could be you know, three, four, or more hundred dollars an hour. Uh, also, then for very large, complex projects, one of the things that you're going to find is that if I am doing a local uh, dentist that is geo-targeted, the amount of effort that goes into it is very, very different than if I have a customer that is a massive, large e-commerce platform with a million SKUs. Uh, it's an entirely different scope. It's an entirely different set of problems. So the rates per hour are really based upon the complexity of the project and the nature of their competitors, much, much more so than even the website. Uh, when we price things out, it gets pretty expensive if you're a very, very complex environment. If you're a small mom and pop 
uh, even working out of your house, you know, the rates can be much, much less per hour. And we've done both. And how important do you think offline marketing is now? Is there still even a place for that if you're selling SEO services? Well, it depends. I think that if you're selling SEO services, the right spot to be is uh, either involved socially uh, or involved with uh, local community type groups, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Semple Meetups, things like that. A lot of people are involved uh, with traditional things. Uh, they even send uh, direct mail, uh, hmm. not even necessarily email. I and think do you that think what that's we're going to be. Pardon me? Do you think that's still effective? Yes. I think that is still effective for a local geo-targeted business. In my area, the Chamber of Commerce has a morning breakfast meeting once a month, and they'll have 200 people there. Massive number of people show up, just, you know, come in, have some uh, bagels and coffee, and, and hear people talk, and they're in and out in an hour, hour and a half. Uh, you can participate at that level and get enough business to be a viable local business just from that one source. Uh, speaking uh, at universities and doing little seminars and uh, getting on the local cable channel and, and radio channels and much like Webmaster Radio, people will hear you and you can do things. Uh, it isn't that hard to be local. Uh, it's pretty cheap to buy you know, cable television, ad time. I mean, there's a lot of things that will work for a geo-targeted local business. Those are not things that necessarily work effectively when you're a large business. Mm -hmm. uh, the larger the business, the more you have to be very pinpoint strategic with uh, getting your brand in the face of people who buy brand. So you have to understand that. So everything works, and you certainly can't underestimate the, the value of any kind of networking. Uh, we've been speaking with Bruce Clay. Bruce, I want to thank you very, very much for taking the time to come on the show, taking the time out of your uh, your turkey day. Happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. Thank you. You too, guys. Thank you. All right. And that'll just about do it for another episode of SEW Weekly. Um, on behalf of my, my co-host, Miranda Miller, I want to thank everybody, Brasco back in the studio for making this happen, and our special guest, Bruce Clay, taking time out of his very happy Thanksgiving day. I hope, uh, I hope your turkey didn't burn while you were listening to us, or if you're downloading the podcast, I hope that uh, you're listening to us while you're waiting in line for Black Friday and all your special deals, and that uh, we've made the, the wait time go a little faster. Don't forget, you can download this podcast uh, anytime on iTunes. Or in all the usual places, you can find us off the searchenginewatch.com page. You can find us in the new webmasterradio.fm app or, of course, right here at webmasterradio.fm. We will talk to you next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks a lot for listening, folks. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business -business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.